For over a decade, Gallup polls have been telling us that 7 out of 10 employees around the globe are moderately to fully disengaged. Those numbers, they haven't been trending in a positive direction. At best, they're holding steady. More recent Workplace Insight points to an ever-increasing rise in burnout. The data says that two-thirds of full-time workers experience burnout on the job. Now, more than ever, we need a workplace revival. Employees need to feel valued. They need assurance that leaders get it and get them. They need a vision for their own growth and development. On this podcast, a lot of our conversations are aimed at the importance of of each person in every organization making progress along their ideal career path. When that happens, people are more engaged, they're more fulfilled, they find more meaning, and they deliver more value to their company. So it might be a surprise that today's conversation is about the dark underbelly of professional development, the part of growth we must face and rarely talk about. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. Today's conversation is about the DIP. The DIP is an acronym for Dive in Performance. It's the abyss that you must cross on your journey from your current state toward your future ideal self. If you've ever committed to self-improvement, you have traveled through the dip. It's the dreaded space where you're worse than you were before. So imagine a skill or habit you have. Now, imagine a graph showing how you've mastered that skill or habit over time, right? The graph shows how you've made gradual improvement in that thing. I mean, you're good at it. Then you decide you want to up your game. It's time to increase your skill and and take it to another level. So you're really committed to this. So you hire a coach or you enroll in a workshop and you learn new tools and concepts that are sure to elevate your performance, to get you noticed, to earn that promotion or grow your business, then you encounter the dip. Suddenly, you're not as good at the new thing, the new skill or the new habit as you were with the old thing, skill or habit. This is uncomfortable and frustrating. It will rattle your confidence. It's downright scary. Here's some examples. So let's say a golfer, a good golfer, maybe a professional golfer, decides with their coach to make a slight adjustment to their, their say their hand grip on their, or their club grip. And they do that with the intent of improving their game. Yet, when that golfer makes that slight adjustment and begins hitting they will inevitably enter the dip. In other words, they will get worse before they get 
better or a leader, right? a leader who delegates a task that they've mastered and they, they delegate in order for someone else to improve and also so that they can then take on a new project or new role or new initiative. And by giving up what they're good at and taking on something new, they enter the dip. They go from self-assured to self-doubt. Or I can recall a number of years ago when I made the decision to move from a PC to a Mac. I had spent probably 15 or 20 years as a PC user. I got my first Mac and it was horrible. For the next two to three weeks or the next month, everything I did took longer. Everything I did was more work. It was frustrating. Now, I was in the dip. So what's our natural reaction to these scenarios, right? When the golf game gets worse or as a leader, I'm, bec- I'm self-doubtful about my new role. Or in my case, everything I, I'm doing is taking longer on this new tool, right? The reaction is retreat. Return to the old thing or this old skill or the old habit because it was safe there. That's where we last remember feeling confident and competent. No, don't do that. Rather, be courageous and embrace the thrill of growth. It's, it's like a roller coaster ride, you know, as we moment to moment vacillate between thoughts of, I am going to die and I've never felt so alive, right? The dip is like that. It is exciting and exasperating. The dip is necessary and unavoidable. So how can you successfully navigate your inevitable next dip? First, be aware. One clue that you're in the dip is the voice inside your head. It's screaming I was better off before. I mean, I I said to myself, I was better off having my PC. I was more efficient, more effective. That voice was loud and clear. It was begging me as it will beg you to turn back. Remember, in your awareness, that's simply an indicator that you're out of your comfort zone and you're along the path of growth. Second, be kind. Once you're aware that you're entering the dip and the fears and frustration that naturally show up, speak encouraging words to yourself as you muddle through this intimidating and necessary part of growth. Reset your expectations. Remind yourself that this is to be expected and it's okay to feel whatever you feel. Be patient with yourself. Finally, Be courageous. Keep moving. In spite of your discomfort, the dip, it will test your commitment to self-improvement. And you will come out of the other side better than before. That golfer, when they stick with it and their game improves, they go from uh, the middle of the pack to a top money earner, right? That leader who's done the work to let go of what they've mastered in order to take on what's new, 
they're growing and developing and becoming more effective as a leader. They're ushering their career, their career growth. And in my example, I'm a really effective Mac user now. I've mastered this new tool and it's better, I'm better than I was when I had my PC. So here's the good news. By being aware and being kind and being courageous, you'll eventually encounter the rip. The rip is your rise in performance. Got to give a shout out to Sarah Schlentz for that one. That is her creation, right? You go from the dip to the rip. That's when you know your dip is dead. That momentary dip. There will be other ones in the future, but that one is dead. When you start to see yourself rising, you start to see the improvement coming at you, then you're back on the upswing. If self-progress was easy, everyone would be doing it. The reason so many people remain stagnant is because growth is difficult. Embrace the difficulties along with the rewards and you'll be soaring to new heights of success. If you find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives. <laughs>